everybody. Michelle, we've got some special guests up in the hair. Oh, very excited. Very excited. Zach and Missy, Missy Pyle and Zach. Zach, what's your last name? Selwyn. Zach Jack Selwyn. Selwyn. Oh, that's interesting. You've that's... never you never heard. No, of... I have. There is a famous Selwyn, and I'm not sure. It's Wendy Selwyn. That's wife. my wife. Your wife. Yeah. Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. There was a singer right. named Selwyn from New Zealand who got kind of popular for a minute. Zell- but, Selwyn. According to Wikipedia, I'm number one. Oh, right oh, on. Amazing. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Oh, God. I am number two behind Mississippi. Oh, right. of course you wow. are. Wow. Wow. <laughs> now, you guys have a podcast. What's it called? It's called Missy and Zach Might Bang. Oh, Might wow. Bang. Might Bang. Now, you, and you guys know each other through your his all of wife. Our banging. Elf, no. All <laughs> the banging. Uh-huh. Might bang again. Potential uh-huh. banging. Yeah, my wife, uh, actually, we met probably 10 years ago. Missy was dating mm-hmm. a mutual friend, and then we all just started hanging out. And then recently, you and Wendy, my wife, started hanging out more. Really hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was really out. And she just, she, they have two kids, and. Her daughter wants to be my daughter's best friend, and I'm super into it. Even though my daughter's only 13 months. 13 Aww. months. So, um, so when when you adopted her, how old was she when you adopted her? I she was. I came to her birth. Her birth mother selected me, and so I and you, I've had her since day since she went. Wow! Smacked her in the ass. Perfect. <laughs> She's been mine. And you had to go through the whole process of selection, and yeah, I was. Yeah, they work at the way that it works now in private adoption domestically. From what I know is that um, you make a profile. Uh, the adoptive parents would make like a profile. They go through an adoption agency, and then the birth parents decide. They get you know a bunch of different profiles, and they say, "Oh, this is who I would like," and they choose. But it used to be where the birth parents were sort of in, cloaked in secrecy mm-hmm. and stuff. Did they conceive the child with the idea of? Putting it up for adoption? I think a lot of times, I mean, I don't think that that's normally how it is. I think that's just, you know, they decide that that it's a pregnancy that they decide, you know, that they want to put the child up for adoption. I don't think that they, I think that would be more like human trafficking. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> Better for the but kid. But then again, you know, who's to say? Yeah, and, and, and Zach, you guys have kids too. Right. I have two children, 10 and 6. Ten and six, and uh, they're wonderful, and they're you, really, they really are in love with Zoe, Missy's baby. Missy's baby is. Zoe. Are we not allowed to say the name on the? Did I of just like, no, totally? No, 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 no. Unless you're ex- in the witness protection Zoe, program. Zoe Rose Pyle, we live at. <laughs> <laughs> there are no gates. There are no the security, security systems. Fake. Come My on dog over. is deaf. <laughs> um, come on over. Especially at night. I have a little mace next to my bed. <laughs> but if you get me before I can get to it. But your aim is really party. shit. So. It really is. Yeah. It's actually bear spray. I have a big oh. can of bear spray next to my bed. You do actually bed. have a bear spray can, don't I you? I do. I have it next to my bed. because my oh, that's ex- right. You used to have a bear. Husband, was, it- uh, was a bear, uh, bear wrangler. Um, she went from a bear to a baby. Yeah. Wow. That's a good... Really bad sitcom. Bear to a baby. Bear to a baby. Bear to a baby. And the bear bear. being like a a man. Yeah. Um, How is it? How is raising a baby different from raising a bear? That's a good question. There's no difference. (laughs) You just leave some food outside the cage and hope that they don't. Preferably raw meat. Yeah, raw meat. Just whip your face off. Yeah. How long did you guys have the bear? Because the bear is not supposed to be with people. So you know, it wasn't my bear. My ex-husband worked at a like drive-through bear park 
and Wyoming, and it, oh, their Wyoming. practices were a little. Um, shout out! No, I'm shouting out to Wyoming because I my my partner has a ranch in Wyoming. Yeah, that Wyoming is stunning, and I, I did stunning. a movie in Montana. Met this guy whose bear was in the movie. Anyway, he he worked at this bear park, and this and they would I guess. Um, I feel some bad stories coming on. Yeah, like mm. I think this, this at this particular bear park, like they. They let the bears breed in captivity, which is not really something that people um, think is a good idea. Well, here in West Hollywood, it is. (laughs) Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he took one of the bears that when it was a baby and like left the park. I think they were euthanizing some of the cubs after like the fun petting season. And he said, I'm taking this bear. And if you try to come after me, I'm going to tell everybody about your practices. And now I've told everybody about yeah, my practices. Yeah. So, um, so you married the started, Aaron Brockovich of... He was Aaron Brockovich. Of <laughs> Wyoming. <laughs> of, bear of the bear country. country. Of bear country. <laughs> and then he took the bear and then they opened a, a wild, like a bear sanctuary. And they only take uh, bears that are in bad captive situations right. and can't rescues. be released. Res- bear rescues. Yeah. Because so yeah. a bear can't... Once a bear's been in captivity, it can't go back into the wild. You can't rehabilitate it because we'll always seek... Food from humans. So even if it's like a friendly bear, people will be like, ah, he's coming after right, me. Right, 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 right. I'm always blown away by those videos where like someone rescues a bear and then they release it back in the wild. And then four years later, they send the human into the wild to uh-huh. find the bear. And the bear comes and like, oh, like hugs them. Oh. And then rips their face off. Then they, rip, they tear their yeah. face off. Oh, yeah. It's always going to happen. Were you ever scared in the bear? I mean, I know you should be asking this question. No, like, no, I want to know. Because I'm a little fascinated by it. It is fascinating. It's like that thing with Melanie Griffith, like she was raised with a lion. Yes. yes. Or whatever. Oh, right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Had the, right. <laughs> Yeah, right. th- Tibby had Tibby had to have a mm, line. Yeah, but, uh, what was that movie they made? It was called Roar, Roar. Anybody? The, Katie, show the Katy Perry movie? No, no, no. <laughs> um, Tibby Hedron, Hedron, and and her husband Melanie Griffith. Is it Griffin or Griffith? Griffith. I can Mr. never Griffith. remember. Yeah, they made a movie uh, called Roar. It was, was it a documentary the, about? It was their... about the lions on their ranch or whatever. Vaguely remember it. Yeah, yeah. I was on. I was on the Turner Classic. I remember the birds recently. more. The birds, yes, that <laughs> right. was that one too. Ouch! Uh, I don't think she wild owned... animals and birds will always. Yeah, your face they will always. Your eyes what out. was the bear's so... name, by the way? Well, there were a few, but, um, the, but this bear brewed. Yogi. <laughs> there you go. Um, this bear was named a Yogi Brutus. Um, and this bear, like, by the time I came along, this bear was like, you know, 900 pounds. Oh, my goodness. And I would watch my, um, ex-husband, like, go into the, into the, like, enclosure with him. And, like, Mm -hmm. they would give each other a high five. Mm. And, like, the bear would, I mean, the bear thought, he always said thought of him as his father. And so one day I let the bear give me a high five. Because the way they did it always looked really pleasant. And, like, literally I put my hand out and the bear went, and I just oh. was like, <laughs> oh my! And I had taken um, wedding photos. Like they had like hot wire in between me and the bear, but they never turned hot it on. Wire. So there was like a piece of string between yeah. the bear and I. So you know, the bear oh was like goodness. the best man. Well, they, it didn't. It was, but, but it was. I it mean, didn't like walk down, walk him down oh, the aisle. Okay. They, th- the, I guess, fishing game in Montana. So I thought that might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where in Montana was this? Um. Well, the bear. The, the wildlife, I mean, the bear rescue is in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. But I got married in, in a place called Holland Lake Lodge. And that is closer to um, East Glacier, I Montana, see. which is near that big park. Yeah. Where are you from, Zach? I'm from Tucson, Arizona, sir. Oh, really? Do, yeah. you know, you know, do you know who's from Wilcox, Arizona? The apple-picking capital of the state? Yes. No, I do not. What big country music star, one of my favorites. Um, let's see. I kind of know Tippi Hedren. 
Tippy Hedren. Tippy Hedren. I love her music. Is from <laughs> Before she got her eyes Cox, Arizona. It's uh, Tanya Tucker. Oh, Tanya. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Tanya Tucker. Oh, I love me some Tanya Tucker. Yeah. And you know what? Tanya Tucker, over the years, she's actually gotten better. She's one of those singers who has right. gotten better. She over was so the years. young when she made it. She was like so seventeen. No, and honey, dating what's his name? Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh. Uh-uh. She was thir- fourteen yeah. when Delta Dawn came out. Okay. Was she really? Yes, she was. Wow. Remember when we interviewed what's her? What's that flower you got? That's yeah. right. When we interviewed her on KTU, uh, and this is funny because seven, nice, nice six. Mm. She, she. She thought she was calling into when it was a country station. Do you remember that? I remember. We vividly. took over <laughs> KTU. It had been a country station for a long time for a in long New York time. City, mm-hmm. and we took it and turned it into a disco station. Nice. And somehow the publicist called us in. We got a, we interviewed her, and she was a little perplexed the whole time, thinking, "Huh, this we're is weird. doing country what? music right now." <laughs> anyway, I asked her because Leanne Rhymes was a big hit at the time. I said, "Do you think there's a conflict with?" a young girl singing such adult-themed songs. And she uh, she said, well, you know, because I, I said, you know, she had done the same thing. She said, no, you know, her voice is suited for that kind of thing. And she needs material that... Uh, Speaks to that. Wow. Who did she have sort of the sordid affair with who was like, it was Glenn Campbell? Glenn? Yeah. That's my dog right there. And you know that in her (laughs) book, she writes that Glenn Campbell knocked out every single Tooth one of her teeth in oh, her geez. face. Dear Lord, me? never mind. Every single tooth. Fuck off, Glenn Campbell. But because they, they had a big hit, they had a number one hit. Uh, Dream Lover. Before he had Alzheimer's. Wow. That was way before he had the Alzheimer's. He's the yes. Tooth knocker. Yeah, he was the tooth knocker. They were together for a long time. They had a number one hit, Dream Lover. Wow. And the remake of the uh, yep. Ricky Nelson song. Yep. It, As it, it was number to the one. Mariah Carey one. Right. It was a number one, and. Uh, <laughs> I love, <laughs> love, love that, and they were they were jacked up on a lot of you know stuff, stuff mm. the whole time. Yeah. So she didn't yeah. even feel the teeth. Coming she didn't feel it. Okay, she didn't feel okay. it, and she she got <laughs> some nicer ones anyway. You know? Yeah, well, those fronts look good. Yeah, and what what now? You were you're born and raised in Tucson, Arizona. Yeah, uh, and I came out here at 18 to chase the you know the dream, and and that, and that led to. Booking on Santa Monica Boulevard, which was only uh, a two-year period. Yeah, but, you know, I but can, I can the bills. swing it around a paid little bit. Paid the rent. Paid uh-huh. the rent. I, I can maple thorpe it for some art supplies <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Your but, wife no. does say you got a pretty good don. Yeah, I got a nice she piece. Oh, said nice. a, a nice piece. Yeah. Good things she wouldn't it. be with me if I didn't, because I'm the shortest man she's ever dated, and I'm six two. So Are, she's really? used to like six five guys. How tall is Wendy? She's six That's nine. Not, <laughs> <laughs> and her name is Brutus. <laughs> She's on the Lakers. She is. She's she is five, now. Five, ten. Uh, he's married to my ex-husband's bear, Brutus. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. It's all coming full circle. She has a bigger penis than he does. I bet. So. I bet. Well, the reason you know. we, we started sort of doing this idea of our podcast is because Missy and Wendy have a really great friendship connection. And it's sort of like if Missy could ever have like a side piece in her life it would probably be my wife uh-huh so i always joke around that mine would be mine would have to be missy then but in reality missy and i don't really have like that necessary like I, we don't have that sexual like you know tension t- yeah. tension which sucks for me um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but when yeah. we did on a ferris's podcast and she's the one who like uh, there's a reason like she kind of coined it, our name she was she thought we had like some kind yeah of she was like i can see something like, you guys are you gonna guys. Bang. and i've always like in my i'm a very successful um, musical single uh, yeah musical yes, act. Yes, i mean yes, I, I have so many everybody knows i've it. made about 350 dollars uh-huh. that's amazing uh-huh. 10 years a professional yeah <laughs> and i've spent about 50 grand so i'm about i'm getting there 
I'm getting there. Almost in the green. I'm almost, almost. in the green. Yeah. In my, so, uh, and most of my music, because I'm Southern Baptist, is like, you know, I want to fuck you up. I wish uh-huh. you're dead. Damn, yeah. I love you, Jesus. Yeah. Um, double date rape. I, mean, I have uh-huh. a bunch of these songs that are ridiculous. And so I thought, like, now that I'm legit, I'm just, I have a, I'm a mother now. So yeah. I'm going to do a podcast that's going to be, like, legit. And of course, it's Missy and Zach Mike Bang. Bang. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Your legacy. Course, I had a serious country career. Still do occasionally. Same kind of thing. Spent more money than I've made. <laughs> uh-huh. But some of my hits, like cartoons I'd like to fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And uh-huh. Get Your Dick Away from My Daughter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. <laughs> just classics. Yes. Multi platinum. So, again, it's yeah. all about my art. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And why country music? Is it uh, the Tanya Tucker collect, uh, connection? Yeah, that was it. I love Tanya. Yeah. No, I, I really fell in love with the Southern California country rock of the 70s. Eagles, like the Eagles. Eagles, Jackson Brown, J.D. Yeah. Souther, all those guys. Sure. And Graham Parsons and the Birds and everything that was coming out of L.A. And I was just fascinated with Laurel Canyon and Crosby, Stills, and Nash and that whole kind of sound. And that's sort of what my tone went for. How did you find that? You have an older brother? I have a stepfather who was in rehab. That normally does it, you know. Yeah. After, after, he, after he knocked his teeth out, uh, he right. was like, <laughs> "My stepfather was uh, super, like, was a radio DJ and had every great song. But you know, I had, I knew everything before anybody else because uh-huh. he was just on top of it. So that's kind of how it started. Do you know what Bob Welch's big breakthrough song was? Bob Singles. Welch. Uh, he was, he was, he was a member of a Fleetwood Mac. Oh yeah, the, the earlier version of it. And then he broke off, and they got Stevie Nicks and all those people. And those guys who kind of helped. Wait, there was go a Fleetwood far. Mac before Stevie Nicks. Yeah, and, yeah. There's another guy named Lindsay Peter Buckingham. Green who like took LSD and like wandered off into the jungle and never reappeared. Yeah, never knew. Well, Bob Welch had it. a big hit called "Sentimental Lady." Do you remember that I don't song? Know that one. Yeah, because what year were you born? Is that is that too personal? Ninety one. <laughs> uh, no, I'm forty. I'm forty one. <laughs> I was born in 75, so that might have been out around that. It was time. around, it was, yeah, it came out in 77, because I think it came out at the same time that Rumors came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob Wells. And he's like, I'm going to fuck, fuck Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. This is going to do it for me. Yeah, yeah. What is your, what's your favorite Eagles song? Do you have one? Oh, yeah, you know, it's probably One of These Nights or... Oh, that's a good one. One of These Nights. Mm. I love that. And I love Lion Eyes. I like that, that era, that mid... Okay. Height peak eagles. I mean, that's there. Look, there's different kinds of eagles. You got the yeah. Henley and Fry eagles uh-huh. that were coked out. That's yeah. that era. Hot. Then you got those like Joe Walsh songs that are hidden on Hotel California, like Pretty Maids All in a Row. Uh-huh. That's a good that can one. blow you. But then there's the early, like real country rock eagles with like 21 and Bitter Creek by Bernie Ledden. I mean, they have some deep cuts. Wow. I when I was in high school, <laughs> I was at um, we were um, I grew up in Southern Baptist. We weren't allowed to listen to rock music, but my we had. Um, I was a big Eagles fan, mm-hmm. and Don, mostly Don Henley, because mm-hmm. I didn't really even know the Eagles at that point. Uh-huh. And I went to see Don Henley in concert when I was 16, and I took this woman who had done my makeup. We did Into the Woods, the musical, oh, and I yay. played the witch. And so as our her gift for doing my makeup, I took her to see um, Don Henley, and we, we had these nosebleed seats. And this guy from backstage was like, you girls. Uh-huh. So we really? came, we got backstage passes. Seriously. And I was and they invited us. Were you wearing blue? Were you no, dressed as the my witch? Favorite, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite rust-colored shorts, pant, like like suit. Uh-huh. And this was like, um, I was in high school in 2010. Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. But we went backstage and met Don Henley, and then we, they were like, do you guys want to go out with us afterward? I was only 16, but I was what like, sure, of course. <laughs> no, he wasn't into me. He was into this other woman, but I, I made out with his key, the keyboard player. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You were 16? I love and this And maybe story. I was 17. Uh-huh. I was 17. And uh, then we got to their so like, hotel, right? and they were like, thank you, and like just said goodbye to us. But then like they would 
they reached out to me a couple months. Just the, it was really the tour manager. It's very sweet though. Well, Don Henley, a, a huge, friend huge talent, but he had some issues with some underage girls and some oh, is that drugs real, is in that the that early eighties. I have yeah. issues that he didn't that he that he didn't go right. for you. Yeah, what's yeah. wrong with what's me? What's wrong with me? Why doesn't anyone want to date rape me? How come nobody wants to roofie me? Hence your song, Why Double Date Rape. <laughs> Ugh, why can Do you want I, to play a verse of Double Date I can remember right? everything. Oh, God. Yeah, let's, let's, let's hear a verse. Yeah, we brought a guitar with yeah. us, RuPaul. Yeah, we, we, we got, we're going to take a break in five minutes, but we, we have right, time for a, a song. Double Date Rape is such a dumb song. I mean, it's really dumb. And I we sing like it with dumb. my friend Brooke. We have a band called The Tumbleweeds. Wait a minute. How many bands do you have? I have like 20. Yeah, yeah. Multitask. So, and the, the idea is that every time these sisters go out, on a date, they get date rape. <laughs> Lucky. Sitting on the toilet. Oh, boy. Oh. Paralyzed with fear. Mama comes to the door and says... Sorry, I haven't played it in a while. What are you girls doing in here? Come sit with us, Mama. Come in and pull the drapes. We're damaged and we're pregnant. From our most re- recent double date race. <laughs> Not again, says Mama. <laughs> Who was it this time? I wish I could take it from you and make that double date rape mine. <laughs> it was the mall cops that arrested us. <laughs> Having a dream. We're destined to be a double date raped or so. It would seem double date rape, double date rape, double date rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe if we went out alone from rape, we could escape double date rape. Anyway, <laughs> yay! That was written uh, with me by my friend Brooke really? Dillman, who is a, just a genius. And Brilliant. a huge fan of yours, by the way. Who, what's huge his name? Fan. Her, Her name is Brooke, and she's on a show called Wrecked on TBS. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The wrecked, she is shipwreck so thing. funny wow. and wonderful. And she lost her mind, wondered if we could do like a little like video. We'll hello do a video later. later. Yeah, maybe. we'll do a video. Yeah. video That'll later. cost you. And yeah. then my yeah. other bandmate is also like shitting her pants. Jenna, then I'm here with you. Oh my God. I love, I We're all just love shitting it. All the guys Shawnee, in my band. Shawnee, my like, other band, she doesn't, she doesn't all get the guys in my yeah, band. Yeah, 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 all the guys yeah. in my band are like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck? Oh, yeah, supermodel song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back with more Zach and and Missy and Michelle. I'm here. Right after this break. Now, girl, have you heard that Casper has become the Internet's most favored mattress of all time? That doesn't surprise me at all. No, I think that's because of you and me up Uh, in here. Yes. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know, Casper is an online retailer of premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. And everyone is saying thumbs up to Casper. Like 4.8 stars is the average. Over 20,000 reviews and the average of 4.8 stars. That's huge. You know how hard that is to keep? Oh my goodness. With 20,000, over 20,000 reviews and still have it that high, that's saying something. Casper's quickly become the internet's favorite mattress and we know why. You're welcome. <laughs> you can get $50 toward any mattress, $50 towards any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash rue and using the offer code RU. What are you kids waiting for? Go to casper.com slash rue today and get started. 
We are back. I can't with, believe. Oh, you're already back. We're already yeah. back. Yeah. You guys are that so was a fast. Really quick break. Now Michelle has to get this off her chest. Well, I just want to talk. You know, we've got a body of work with Missy Pyle, of course. Uh, a body. But the most important. You've done amazing things. Thank you you know, Thank Charlie and the Chocolate. Look, you've done. You're so great at whatever you do. But let's talk a minute about one of my favorite movies okay. of all time. Okay. Galaxy Quest. Oh. Go. That's right. Just talk about it. Go. But honestly, I don't know if people, you know. Yeah. You, yeah. I saw it in the theaters. Saw it in the theaters. Oh my God, you were live then? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> she was a newborn. I brought them. They were black and white and the t- they were before the talking. Yes, and people had faces. Now, Michelle, why, what, what is, you tell me, what is it you love about this movie? Well, There's so many movies she's done. Cool. Why this one? It's my favorite that she's done. Because that movie talked to me on many levels. I grew up with a really nerdy brother Mm -hmm. and dated really nerdy guys. So it was so spot on. If anybody's ever gone to a con, you know, I grew up playing D&D and and doing all that stuff. So it was, and my brother was really into Star Wars and Mm -hmm. Star Trek. And if anybody's ever gone to any kind of conventions other than DragCon, because it's kind of an anomaly in itself, um, you understand every single element about it. And, and, um, Alan Rickman. I mean, it's, it was an incredible. Oh cast. my God! How'd you get the part? Sam Rockwell. Yeah. So I mean, this is a movie about um, that was in made in 1995, and it was about these aliens receive the historical documents, which is uh, from outer space, from in space, and what they're and they um, model Wait, their entire civilization. It was a little was, later. 99. I'm sorry. 99. Yeah, so I was going to say, because we were on the radio. So, and and uh, I play one of the aliens, and the historical documents are the TV show, Galaxy Quest. We're getting it transmitted into space. And A.K.A. Our, Star Trek. Yeah. Right. And then our planet gets destroyed, and we come down, and we, we to Earth, and we come to a comic, like a... a comic-con and we see them there and we ask them to come help us but they think that we're just asking them to come do a, di- a gig yeah a, an appearance and then we send them to space and they because you as the aliens us. believe galaxy quest the tv show to be is real like thing. it would be a god yeah. yeah god was sending us you know messages so there are heroes and it's a very sweet story and i um the way i got the part was that um I, well, you know, I went in for this audition and um, I got a page because I was doing a play at the Odyssey. <laughs> and on I, your beeper. I got my, I had a beeper. <laughs> Skytel. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I went in and I didn't really know what to do with the material. And the casting director, which is Debbie Zane, she said, like, I don't normally do this, but I'm going to show you this. Someone else's audition who's playing an alien. They were having a really hard time casting the part. And so I looked at him and the, and the guy, like, t- was his face was to the side. And then he looked forward and went, oh, yeah, and had this fa- look on his face. And I was like, oh, I know exactly what that is. Uh-huh. And so that's you know how we did it, and then the you the emulated what he did. Kind of, oh. Well, I just saw I, they were so friendly and so full of like they were geniuses, but like like giant squids. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they had no idea. They had, they knew nothing but goodness. Right. You know, did the guy whose audition you saw? <laughs> did he also get the he part? He also got the part, not the one that he auditioned for. Um, he ended up getting. Uh, it was Jed Reese who got the part of Teb, which is another one of the aliens. But the part he was auditioning for was Mathazar, which ended uh-huh. up being um, Enrico Colantoni. Uh-huh. But I just really understood what it was. And then the casting director like told me that she's photocopied a, her CSA card and put it on my headshot and said to the director, "Like if you don't hire her, I'm going to leave the union." Wow! Like that was one of the nicest that's things wow, that's ever huge. happened to me, and it was really. Um, I thought you were going to say, yeah, he auditioned for Alien number four, but it was Tim Allen. <laughs> they gave him the lead. But, but such a cast. And he, Tim Allen was so perfectly cast in that movie. Perfectly. And Sigourney Weaver as well. TV star who's kind of, you know, a, a washed up TV yeah. star. And he yeah. was a, t- 
a TV star at the time, and you know, and, I love and Alan, Alan Rickman. Rickman. Yes, love, what's the scene where he's like the Shakespearean? Put, yeah, he's putting on his like makeup. He was all I, I was played Richard, Richard the Third. third. <laughs> Every time I do some like horrible role, I, I quote that and just remind yeah. myself that I didn't play Richard the Third ever. Not only did yeah. we not play Richard the Third, nor did we do a TV show that lasted for eight yeah, two yeah, years, right? Whatever. Yet, right. one of the yet. best movies still, ever written, ever done. I still have. There were collector glasses. Like I still have mm-hmm. them. I was obsessed. Still own it. I, remember, I saw those collector yeah. glasses and never got them. I guess <laughs> still they could go on eBay. Yeah, and, <laughs> and Zach, do you act at all? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I uh, I've been going full steam ahead since I was at twenty two. You know, you a nudity, lot, a, lot a lot of nudity. Of, Frontal. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I've never shown the Wong on mm. camera. Uh-huh. I have done a lot of TV hosting. That's mainly where I've seemed to have found my niche in this world is like being a presenter. Yeah. I've hosted a lot of shows on like the History Channel and Discovery Channel and Science really? and ESPN and G4 and just. All and when you place. watch yourself back, what are the critiques that you give yourself? You know, because when I when my I, hair looks thin. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you know, I don't know. I sometimes I can't watch it. You can't watch uh, it. You know, like a lot of people. <laughs> I think. Unless you've got a fistful of Jergens lotion. <laughs> <laughs> I do yes. turn myself on a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know, because when I do the hosting thing, I do this thing where, and this is from radio, and I think I, I'm pointing at the person who I can blame this on. Is How that long have you when, guys known each other? Uh, like Eisenhower time. was yeah. in the White yeah, House. Right. Yeah. Mamie introduced us. Mamie and Eisenhower Mamie introduced us. Mamie of Eisenhower. Eisenhower oh. introduced oh. us, yeah. But I do this we thing. We met through Myrna Loy. And Myrna Loy is a very good friend of wonderful mine. Yeah, Where and I went to high school together. I just think where I accentuate every word with a body movement where I, I always when I think, OK, I want to be able to stand there, sit there or stand there and talk without moving. I can't you know? do that. When I do a house, any kind of I'm playing myself, I do the exact opposite, which is, <laughs> come down here and I just uh-huh. <laughs> I hunch my shoulders and I'm like, whatever, I do some person like that. Like, I'm such an asshole and I flip my hair. Maybe why that's why it's not working that was really good. That was really good. That was really good. You know, I, we talked about this earlier. Your hair is so, so I gorgeous. I love you more than I've ever loved anyone. But let me tell you why, okay? <laughs> First of all, you're very tall. You're like uh, yes. 5'11". I'm 5'11". And it's therapy. the right length for your body. Did there was there a hairstylist who said, "You know what? Missy, you've got to keep it at this length because proportionately this is the perfect length for you." Wow, no, but I will never <laughs> vary from this length. It's no. very sassy. <laughs> I went I did an episode of a show called um something I can't remember great uh, the girls next door play, the, I did an episode of a show called the girls next door you're playing uh-huh. Holly Madison are imitating life yeah um, and they show they cut my hair to this length and I was like just just to, I said you can dust a couple because they had an yeah. idea of how they wanted this character to be and told him I'm trying to remember the name of the show uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it and it was you know this length and I thought oh that look that actually suits me yeah, uh-huh. it does. That suits you. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. Like just just right at the shoulders. Yeah, it's perfect. Can I ask you a question? Because yes. I, I don't know when I read this interview with you. I this think is, I know the answer. Are we done answer. talking about my hair? I know the answer. You do? Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> I love your hair. 36, 24, 36. Oh, my God. Is That's that right? Is that the well, answer? No. I, I When you first kind of came on the scene and you got famous, I read something. It might have been in like Details Magazine. This is going to be my like, – I know where he's going with But this. there was something that said that you don't have <laughs> one human hair on your body. <laughs> 
I was absolutely wrong with where he was going with this. Is I have thought about that. What do you I'm mean? A, I have hair where you shouldn't have hair. No, I do, you're right. No, I don't have human hair. I have a lot of cat hair. That's Dog fine. hair. All over my body. But, Border uh, collie. No, they, you know, it was because, you know, I probably said that I'd shaved everything off. Eyebrows, everything yeah. so that, you know, you can get into drag. But I'm sure I did it for comic relief too. Just right. because. What did I you say all, all the hair, even the undercarriage uh-huh <laughs> yes between me down there everything uh-huh yeah because it sounds very appealing to me i'm like i just want to go nothing just yeah whoop. you know exactly it's, it's dolphin like oh yeah you just slide <laughs> it's hard to have sex people just slide right off there you go <laughs> often have you never shaved all the hair off your body no i have yet to do that you have you ever shaved your underarm hair nope what about between me down there yeah that's i haven't had pubes since the 90s really <laughs> He's very he hairy, though. And just glues them up. Yeah, on my beard, yeah. You ever see that movie Jackass and they pubes. glue the pubes on the beard? Yeah, oh my goodness. No, you know, I think it's important to do everything you can in this life. It, and it, especially the things that embarrass you the most. What's the most embarrassing thing that you've ever done? This Zach? podcast. Yeah, oh, okay. This is it. Oh, yeah. Damn. Yeah. What is the most? Shots Im- fired. I don't know. I mean, certainly got caught. Uh, Humping a pillow in high school a few times. Really? By who? By my stepfather. Uh-huh. My mom probably was aware of what was going on. Was there a hole in the pillow? Like uh, American Pie I, I used to destroy pillows all over uh, my house. I don't know what <laughs> No pillow is That's safe. That's the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's... I have really luckily not been that embarrassed in my life. And when it has yeah. happened, I've been able to kind of turn it around pretty quickly. Yeah. And yeah, you now, Missy, you're talking about growing up in a religious uh, family. Were there any roles that you never, you didn't take because you thought it would offend your parents? I mean, yeah, I think, I think, um, I, I remember I got offered an audition. Not, a, not that I haven't, there are two. I was, I auditioned for that, that TV show that was about all the lesbians back, the, the L word. word. Uh-huh. And I remember looking at the, the breakdown and it was like, Tina requires nudity. Jessica requires nudity. Everybody required nudity and sexuals. And I thought, you know, I don't know if if I'm if I can do that. I just it was more like, and I recently just did on that show. I still can't remember the name of. I did like <laughs> it was called Empire. And I remember, and the other actor and I were like, it was an ABC show, and we were like, we you know he was like pretending like he was going down on me, and some, and I was like, if we were on an HBO show right now. If this would be insane. And you'd be like, really how? doing it. We would be really, like, because we were both really uncomfortable and sort of like, oh my God, this is kind of embarrassing. Hi, uh-huh. how are you? And I'm uh-huh. going to go down on you. I've never met you, uh-huh. which is that acting world, you know. But we were like, if this was like the L word or, you know, or, you know, West world, whatever, yeah. or Californication, Game of uh-huh. Bones, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. We would be like, I would yeah. have. His patches of his pubes yeah. near my. Yeah. Wow. Is that, that the most yeah. intense sex scene you've ever done? Yeah. That, yeah, I mean, and it wasn't, and I've never really done any that much sex stuff. It's mostly comedy. Yeah. How do you do, how I had to do, one do you do that as an actor when you get like these really intense sex scenes? Even that, what is going through your head at that moment? Well, I had, there was, in this this TV show, I had to kiss four people in one scene. And and then I, I mean, With I kissed, like, I kissed, kissed two women. I kissed, um, and on, on the show, it's I on kissed ABC? five people. Yeah, it's um, this show with... Um, Murray with Peter Krause and Murray. I can't remember the name. Oh, of oh, it's the catch. The catch. Thank yeah. you. I did an episode of the catch. I love that show. <laughs> yeah, and I had to kiss Peter. I had to kiss um, this guy named um, John, um, uh-huh. and I had to kiss uh, uh, Gina Torres, and I had uh-huh. to kiss this other like these two random like extras. Yeah, that were cute. And I remember like at one point kissing Peter Krause. 
and I had to kiss him and I come up to him and I'm like trying to seduce him and I've taken my clothes like I've literally yeah. I'm doing the scene nude which means I'm wearing like panties and, uh-huh, a, uh-huh. and I had to kiss him and and it was kind of like at, at one, and I was really because the camera was there and then I went to kiss him again and then he kind of turned his head and then I was I was so embarrassed I felt like, he oh, turned his head what do you mean because well, the camera wasn't on that part of us anymore so it was like you just so uh, don't really have to do it but I was still doing it and then yeah. I felt a little bit like kind of like why like did you, you want to like kiss me? He doesn't want to kiss me. Why? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I remember. But it's such a strange thing to just yeah. be like, you know, action. And I take my t- clothes off, you yeah. know, and yeah. I was like, and kissing, and then Gina kisses me, and everybody. Wa- I mean, it was just. I gotta see this episode. I, I, I watched that show. But what's interesting about that, Zach, is the negotiation, the human negotiation in a scene. Like, obviously, you've got cameras all around you, and but as an actor, you are hired to play. All the notes of the human emotion scale, okay. right? So, at what it was, you know, what increments do you say? Okay, um, this is a TV show. It's Peter Krause. I'm willing to go this far, and for HBO, I'm willing to right. go this far. Do you have a standard like that? I don't. I've never been offered. I was offered a role in this movie called Drive Angry with Nicolas Cage, yes. and I hadn't worked in a, a, a studio movie in like four years. I mean, when I met the Bear Guy, my acting career just, went, uh-huh. <laughs> just got sucked away from me. The clouds. I mean, I. Had nothing i was just painting a geodome <laughs> in montana you know like painting the walls and listening to the story on tape that robert mckee book yeah and as i'm painting the wall and like i had a re- i painted this one room like four different colors anyway <laughs> and i got this offer and i was like i gotta do it and you got it was a straight up offer it was an offer to play a prostitute who's fucking nicholas cage and as He's as we're fucking like nine people come in to try to kill him, and he thwarts. You know, he, yeah. he kills all of them. But and and then I, you know, and He's then at the end, angry. He's driving yeah, angry. Yeah. At the end, the cops interview me, and I'm like, they was trying to kill him while we was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I remember. I was like, I, I kind of wanted to do it. I was like, I, I you know, there's money here. Uh-huh. They offered me really low money. Academy and Award winner. So much, so much nudity that I find. I just kind of thought like, I don't. But, Although the win, the year, I'm just going to state this is my own personal opinion. The year he won the Oscar, he should not have won the Oscar. From that, belonged, Las Vegas. that belonged to Sean Penn for Dead Man Walking. And because he's so politically outspoken and didn't support the system, they gave it to Nicolas Cage. But since Thank then, you. Mr. Penn has gotten yeah, two because Oscars. because it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It was the same bullshit why Cher didn't win for Mask. It was some bullshit because they well, didn't play the fucking it's game. It's so surprising that the Oscars... Are <laughs> political. Yeah. Yeah. I know, yeah. but you know, I just had to throw that in there because Ladies Sean and gentlemen, Penn should have won. Michelle Visage, Thank Drive you. Angry 2. Thank I you. won a High Times Stony Award in 2008, if that you impressed did you? Did you? Yeah. A High Times Stony yeah. Did you have to smoke a lot of weed to get to get well, that? Uh, no, I wrote a song called I Want to Be a Lawnmower because they're always on grass. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> song of the year, people. Um, I won song the Typing Award right. in eighth grade. Are you going to play it? Can you play us a little piece? Oh, do it. We're going to go into a break, but yeah, play us into break. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you ever heard of David Allen Coe? Of course. Yes. Well, he's got a song uh, that I love called "N-Word Effer." Uh, yeah, that's Jesus. one of my. F- I actually came on uh, Shuffle. Just really? Now. He fucks Nancy? Yes. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, he's got some pretty unlistenable songs, but some epic, beautiful songs. Yes, as well. he does. Yeah. Uh, okay. Unlike this one. This one is so this called is I Want to Be a Lawnmower. Yeah. Because it's always Stony on grass. Award They're winner. always on grass. What's the this is I want a bong. I want a two foot bong, glass mm-hmm. bong. It's at my brother in law's. Worth house. it. Oh, wow. Toots. <laughs> All right. Way back there in junior high, they asked me what I wanted to be. 
Well, other kids set a fire and are member of the local PD. Well, my only interests were getting high and cutting class, so I said I want to be a lawnmower. They're always on grass. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be a lawnmower. They're always on grass. Spend my days getting trim and huffing my own gas. I'm a girl with a cute little engine that's built to last. I want to be a lawnmower because they're always on grass. Oh yes, I love that song. That's worth worth more than just several mini bongs. (laughs) All right, we're gonna take a real quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Food, glorious food. Do you know what show that's from? Oliver. Yes, it is. Mm. Well, that's cues me into Blue Apron. Talk about glorious food and delicious meals. There's a lot of people, and you included, who either don't know how to cook or don't want to cook. Right. And the thought of it is like, oh, I got to go out and buy all these ingredients. All the ingredients. I got to measure them. Figure out what, what how to make all it. All this mishigas. Yes. Well, with Blue Apron, you do not have to worry about any of that. I've been using it, guys. I think May will be a year. Yeah, it'll be a year soon. And it's been unbelievable because I'm not home a lot of the times. My kids will text me. My husband will text me say, hey, can I make the meal? They get excited to cook the Blue Apron meal. It shows up in a box on, you know, this uh, dry ice stuff that's mm-hmm. completely um, recyclable. Yeah. It's all done with all that in mind. It's from family-run businesses and everything's... How often does it come? I get once a week. Okay. I get two meals for four people once a week. Yeah. And trust me, there's plenty left over as well because um, there's all sorts of different, you know, one meal you'll want the tacos and maybe you don't feel like eating them. They're left over for the next day. It's fantastic. Less than $10 a meal. Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients like we were talking about. It's already done for you. It couldn't be easier. And apparently there are all these new meals coming up, like something about some mango something. What was that? Oh, that's the... um, they have the cashew chicken stir fry. I ordered that one for my family with tango mandarins and jasmine rice. They have like a udon noodle soup with miso and soft boiled eggs. And then, you know, in Australia, they have the barramundi fish. Yes. Which is so beautiful. And I heard somebody today say uh, uh, quinoa, but it's quinoa. quinoa. Yeah. Somebody said quinoa? Yeah, down at the restaurant. Uh, I heard somebody order a crepe and say creepy. Did I tell you that? <laughs> A creepy. I'd like a creepy. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. New recipes created weekly. They're not repeated within a year. And if you go on there and you see what's coming up for next week and you're not really crazy about it, you can go in and switch your meal out for something else. Oh, okay. Choose your meals from a variety of recipes or you can let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you, which I do not do because I'm neurotic and I have two teenage daughters who if they don't know what they're getting, uh-huh. like it's a little bit of a control issue. So oh. you can do it. You can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Choose delivery options to fit your needs. There is no weekly commitment. If you want to split, you know, like I went away to Mammoth. Yeah. We skipped a week. Okay. It's very easy to do that. And each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card. I just put it up on the thing, on like the cabinet the in front of me. Uh-huh. That's it. And you cook and watch it. And uh, first... Check out this week's menu and you get the first three meals free. Yes, you heard it. First three meals free with free shipping. Some of these companies charge 30, 40 bucks to ship every week. You're kidding me, right? What is the friggin' point? Not with Blue Apron. You get free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash rue. That's blueapron.com slash rue. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. 
Uh, we are back with Missy Pyle. And Zach, Zach, what's your last name? Selwyn. Selwyn. I asked you that That's before. Right. Zach Let's ask Selwyn. after every break. I want, I'm Maybe going it'll to. change. It's going to sink yeah. in. Yeah. You know, there's a drag queen name? called Pissy Mile, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Let's Pissy, talk about Pissy Miles. Is it, is it not Pissy Miles, is Pissy, it? yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Pissy Miles. Yes, yeah. Pissy Miles. Where city no is she No relation. No <laughs> relation. <laughs> Are you sure? What city is she in? She is in, I think. Um, and she just reached out to me to send me a T-shirt, but I haven't uh-huh. gotten it in the mail yet. Uh-huh. I gave her my home address. There's no one named Sack Zelwin out there. No, no there should. Be. But yeah, they have, just have a giant a ball sack. Ball yeah. Oh, nice. I love nice. that. But yes. Someday. Um, yeah, that was that. I really felt like I could die when that happened. Pissy Miles, I think, is New York City. I it's New York wrong. City, and or and or like. Um, Somewhere in Pennsylvania. Or, yes, but adjacent. She, I think, is in. I think she's Jersey. in New York. Jersey. Jersey. I think Jersey. Jersey? Jersey. You're stuck Jersey. on Jersey. Jersey. Okay. I'm stuck on Jersey. Yes. Jersey's Jersey stuck, stuck on, on me. Yes, exactly. Now, when you, well, okay, so now, Zach, when you are doing improvisational songs, right. how, how does your brain manage to come up with this stuff? It's like freestyle rapping, That's you know? What That's what it is. Because How do you do that? He's the Biggie Smalls of country music. He certainly yes. is. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, Balls. Does, uh, now, technically, explain to me the process. How you does that happen? explain magic. Uh, yeah, it's true. Uh, the it's way true. I've always, I've been doing it for so long, but the way I've always looked at it is like the way like a pool player, and I'm a terrible pool player, Yeah. but the way they can shoot the ball, but the, what they're thinking about is the shot after that yes, shot. Yes, yes, yes. That's kind of how it goes. Like, I'm thinking about the rhyme that's going to follow the rhyme I'm about to say in yeah. my head. So yeah. I'm kind of thinking, like, one move ahead. Right. And the, 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 the beginning, the first one is always, is the throwaway. Uh-huh. You know, that's uh-huh. just something that, you know, you can associate with. And then the next one is the joke. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. And, you know, sometimes it works. And sometimes there are two with you. You're He's really... Sometimes it's good. Wow. Wow. That's kind of that's kind of amazing. Yeah, Pissy's in Jersey. Pissy's in uh, Pissy Miles. Pissy Miles, yeah. the she drag queen. Pissy? Pissy? Isn't that pretty amazing, though? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah. Uh, Can we call her? She'd be so excited. She would be so excited. But now, to answer your earlier question, Zach, my last <laughs> name is Charles. Okay. Oh, my, I'm RuPaul Charles. Charles. I'm from San Diego, San Diego California. California. Yes. And you are from somewhere in the South. You were, you're were. you from North Carolina? I was born in um. Houston, Texas, right. and lived in Germantown, Tennessee, and I went to college in, in Winston-Salem. Now, at North the Carolina. School of Performing Arts, you know, I knew lots of people who came from the high, the, the, that performing arts school. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, David LaChapelle went there. Did yeah, you know that? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who was there when you in were fact, there? In fact, I was the homecoming king my freshman year, so I went in drag yeah. as... And I did kind of like, a, I felt like I was sort of like a Cheech and Chong kind of did like a bandana, uh-huh. and a beard. Yeah. And a Back giant when you dick. can do cultural appropriation. Yeah, maybe in a comedy club somewhere, maybe, perhaps. I don't know. But um, I just love cultural uh, Say the word appropriation. for me. Yeah, appropriation. I love it. <laughs> I think it's important. Like, it's like mixed race babies. I think everyone should have a mixed race baby, should go with some, some I other tried race. sometimes. Marriages just don't work. And you know what? And you tried <laughs> and That's tried true. and tried and tried, Michelle. My fucking ovaries. Well, you know, I just think mixed race babies are the most beautiful babies I mean, in I the agree. world. I, give, I can give you a baby. Yeah. Thank you. Could you please? But it what race are we mixing, race? though? Jew. And Jew. <laughs> ah, two Jews. I, yeah, two I Jews. tried to, yeah. I, I went from, I mean, I was up for any baby when yeah. I did my adoption profile, and I had to do a- What color baby did you get? She is um, Caucasian with a little Native American. Oh, that's pretty. But I, I had to take like a, because because I was open for any, any race, uh-huh. um, I had to take like a- 
racial DNA thing? No, I had to take a class into oh, like how oh, to see. parent a child of a different race. It was yeah. really interesting. Just was about- the class in Van Nuys? <laughs> it was no, it was in my it was on my computer. Oh, okay. It was in keys, 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 keys of in. Oh boy. Yeah. So this class, what did you learn in this class? Well, uh, what I learned is like, well, you might be, you might say, I have not a racist bone in my body, and when your child is with you, um, your child may not will maybe won't experience racism, but when your child is not with you. Uh-huh. That is when your child will probably or could experience certain types of racism. And so it's just important. We, we listen to kids on the video who are just like, why you got to have, I mean, why can't you just have your own? Like, uh-huh. what, what are you trying to prove? Uh-huh. And then the other kids who are just like, I love my white mom. She's, it's been a great time. You know, it just, it, it was one of those things where it was sort of like how to, the idea that if you want to have a child who is not in your, um, it's not your race. You need to make sure that there are people in your life, not just, you know, friend, you know bystander friends, but mm-hmm. like important people in your life that are that child's race, mm-hmm. so that that person, that that child, can feel connection to their to their race. Right. And you need to make that their, uh, you know, you need to if if they're from another country, you know, you need to incorporate incorporate that into, that your, life, into yeah. your life, into your story and your heritage, and just try to make that as important. Which is why now that she has a part Native American baby, she has to open a casino in her house. <laughs> right. That's great. Is that racist? So That's just fabulous. how much Native American is your baby? It's a great way to make money. It's a great way to make she revenue. Is, she well, we also they, I, <laughs> enough we, to make her tax exempt. I, I, well, is she one eighth. She, uh, well, she was, her birth mother told us that she was, um, that she had some Native American in her. So you don't know? Um, no, I had to write letters to the 17 tribes to, mm. to wow. find out if she was registered because there was a child protection act that happened in the 70s. But also, were... Papa, Grandfather Bush changed, I have a whole storyline with this, and Grandfather Bush changed, or Papa, you know, first Papa, one, yeah, changed it, yeah, so <laughs> it's not as easily... Available for Native American children, so I think that one eighth thing is now one half. Is that what uh, it is? I know something that, uh, like that. Uh, it changed. Have you guys seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? My new favorite show. No, I haven't. My that, daughter loves it. There's a character who's like, I am one eighth Choctaw, uh-huh. and he like collects money because of it's, it. It could uh-huh. be possible, and I could be wrong, but I know that he changed it for the worse for Native Americans. Uh-huh. Maybe now, it's since changed. Zach, are you, do you know who the father of your children are? No, no. I have no idea. Yeah. Um, do you have a desire to know? Not really. Yeah. You know, they are mixed race and I'm white. My wife's white. So uh-huh. that's strange. That but is... I never ask questions. I'm like, hey, they're healthy. Yeah. And they're pretty. <laughs> they're pretty. <laughs> they can still be bought mitzvahed. Yeah. As right. long as they're mitzvahed. pretty. Yeah. As long as they're pretty, especially in this town. Do you live, what part of town do you live I in? I live over uh, like Hollywood Foothills, I guess, off Franklin by yeah, like, that, the like UCB. Yeah, like Beach, Beachwood area. What's UCB? Beachwood. What's UCB? Oh, oh yeah, the, uh, yeah, under under the underbridge. Yeah, under comedy. Central Bridge, UCB. Yeah. I live under the Central the Bridge. United, Undercarriage belly. United, come on, help Upright me Upright Citizens Brigade. Upright Citizens Brigade. So basically, by the my neighborhood. pig. Right, exactly. My yeah. neighborhood is basically a whole mm-hmm. bunch of parents and then 3,000 20-somethings who think they're all going to be the next, like, Andy Samberg. They're all yeah. going to be on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they're in the wrong city. Which so. is which is kind of crazy. Now, now uh, Missy, you've been you've worked so much. Of course, I'm trying to find pissy miles on Facebook. How did you? How have you been able to manage this career and be such a success for 20 plus years? Honestly, well, I've because never... you listen. I got to just say, you know, most people in this town are not working. Most people are not uh-huh. working, and you've managed to work for a long, long time. 
What, is it luck? Is it skills? Is it the <laughs> is lack it, of a gag reflex? I was just going to say, I have done unhinging so many blow, so much blow. Uh-huh. Man, done so many. I, I blow while blowing. That's amazing. I blow. Yeah. I'm overblown. That's part of that Nicolas Cage scene you didn't yeah, see. Yeah, exactly. I um, That's very nice of you to say. I've that's never true. actually, I think the thing is, I've never actually been, like if you, I'm not on, you don't see me in magazines. You don't see me in talk shows. I've never actually been, that person, it's never had, I've never had anything catapult me to the next level. Mm. So I just kind of exist just under the radar. And, um, but, but I've done enough stuff that sometimes I get pulled above the radar for jobs when other people, like, I went out and did a movie, you know, I'll, I'll get oftentimes called the day before something starts because they're negotiating with Cher and it breaks mm-hmm. down. Or they're, mm-hmm. I, mean, mm-hmm. I came in for Cher, one, you know. And really? I, yeah, they did it. Um, she was robbed for Moonstruck. A couple episodes of Bosch <laughs> she and Legal for that they oh, wanted whatever. her for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mask. Uh-huh. Mask. Um, you know, or somebody's not available at the last minute, they'll call me in. I, and I've definitely, and a lot of times I work too in like, like one day. I mean, I've never had a job that's lasted more than six months. I've never been on a series that's mm-hmm. gone more than a year. In fact, I did like 13 pilots before one ever even gotten picked up. Mm. So it's just been been, you know, this sort of like wave of just kind of, and I think because I'm a character actor too, and I've done a lot of crazy, like I will do anything. In fact, my little sister said to me once, I just, you talked about like, what's the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? My little sister wanted to be an actress and, and she's just like, some of the things you do are just so embarrassing. I can't imagine <laughs> <laughs> doing them. And I just was sort of like. Huh. Like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. like, you're like, well, I, you know, that's the beauty about what you do. You're willing to put yourself out there and you're willing to go into the unibrow costume versus mm-hmm. a lot of actresses fact, who are like, no, absolutely not. I won't mm-hmm. go on without like my full makeup team and mm-hmm. my hair perfect. I just played in this movie called Action One. It's a movie where they, it, with Nic- Nicolas Cage in it, he didn't want to do it. And so they said, you could still do the movie, um, but I'm not going to play myself. And so they decided that what might be funny was to have, in every scene that he's in, a different actor playing Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage. So I actually just came back from Canada a couple days ago and played Nicolas Cage. And you should show them the picture because that's okay. hysterical. Well, oh, so you, you played play Nicolas Cage. I, pay, I play What's Nicolas, this Nicolas Cage, Cage storyline in your life? Do you get I don't to, know. Do you get to hump yourself while <laughs> the police come in and, and bad guys try to come and kill, try you, to kill you? I have humped myself so many times. <laughs> The crazy thing I'm is, humping myself right, right now. Yeah, I know. In yeah. Back in the day, chair. I did. A, I've had to play Nicolas Cage too once, so I shared my video. Did you, you watch? I don't it? look anything like Nicolas Cage, but, but that's me with the, a bald cap. With a bald cap and a wig, it's it like was a four-hour. Almost hour. identical to his hair. Which let is... me see. Let me see. Oh yeah. Oh, um, I could see <laughs> Nicolas Cage there. Right. Actually, he was, oh, you know, you look kind of like. Um, Danny Zuko. Or no, like or a Bill, little bit of Steve Buscemi Bill Hader. in there. Bill Hader, somebody oh. said, I posted yeah. it on my, yeah. on my Twitter. Well, that's I did the nose this, contour, too. I did this too. one thing where I just was like... Um, that's You're kind of unrecognizable on that, which is pretty cool. I did this thing for my Instagram. Oh, no, no, God, that's la, you talking la, la, about that. <laughs> oh, this one where I just was doing my gum. For like a, you Ooh, know, that's, that's pretty nice. awesome. And that, and someone said that was built like a yeah. Bill Hader. It does. That's great. It does. Are those it those are like... those fake eyebrows on? Yeah, they they drew a man. I did a full bald cap. But are they? Is then, that, are there hairs in the, those no, eyebrows? No, that's just that's just, just a pencil. Just a pencil. Yeah. Pencil. Oh, that's fantastic. That's good. now now Zach. Have you ever done drag? You know, I not in like a film or anything, but I remember a couple incidents in my life. Sure, and both times were very enjoyable. 
Only while having sex. Uh-huh. Well, one time it was to try to get laid. Really? The girl was like, I'm just up and drag. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> of course, <laughs> whatever you're into. No, honestly, for real. Did you did you dress in drag? Yeah, that was that was one time. And then one time when I was like in seventh or eighth grade, I went to school for Halloween as a woman and or as a girl, like a hot girl. Uh-huh. And it was the best thing I ever did. It was just really? so much attention. Every girl was like, hey. You know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Who got you up into drags? Who got, who did it? I think my mom probably helped. My See, mom had a bunch of wigs. Yeah. You know, oh, from, she did. What'd your mom do? She, I don't know why she had all those wigs. She was in the in the sixties. She had a bunch of falls for her hair. Oh yeah, that, that was, was the thing. thing. Yeah, that yeah. was the thing. Yeah, it was kind of like that sort of thing. I don't know. It was very freeing. Do you have pictures? Somewhere, I'll scan them and send them to you. Did you look pretty? Um, yeah, I think so. Did she you put know? false eyelashes on you? Oh, I re- I used to have really long eyelashes. So she just mascaraed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <laughs> did you? Did I you... didn't tuck. That was the you one thing tuck. I wasn't comfortable with. Yeah. Well, you don't have to tuck unless yeah. you're wearing, you know, something that's shown. Now, did you? Honestly, who was the girl um, that emerged? Was she coy? Mm. Was she a slut? She was a whore. <laughs> oh, she was. Oh, yeah. nice. Did you good. give her a name? I, no, I don't remember. So long ago. Yeah. I just don't remember. Although, if I was in drag, I would probably have to go with Pissy Miles. Oh, it's taken. It's taken. Yeah. What's, well, do you, you just go by RuPaul when you're in drag, or do you yeah, have a drag? Yeah, you know, my drag has always been a social commentary. You know, I was in a punk rock band, and and we dressed up in drag to, as a g- gimmick one night, and all of a sudden, I had all this power, like Superman, and I thought, oh, I could use this this later. I'm, I'll put tuck this idea away, and later when the rent came due, I thought, you know, now's the time to pull this thing out, <laughs> right. and yeah. it was a, a success, but it was never. About wanting to be a woman or anything, it was more right. about a social commentary on synthetic identities, you know, because you know everything is drag. You're born naked, and the rest is drag. So that's how. They, so my name, Ooh. I never came up with a drag name because it wasn't wasn't about it wasn't about that, you know. Is yeah. RuPaul your real name? RuPaul is my real name. And who are you I, named after? I was named. My my mother has a had a magazine, Ebony magazine of nine uh, July 1960, and it's had a it was a cover story of Fats Domino. And some of the people was, around his pool at the bar, they listed their names. And one's got, one guy's name was Ripple, R-I-P-O-L-L, Roberts. Ripple Roberts. And, I, and my mother had circled that name. But wow. later when she told the story, she said it had to do with putting... Rue, which is, she's from Louisiana, both my parents are from Louisiana, the gumbo, the base of a gumbo into her culture, into my name. So that's why she went with Rue Paul. And if I were smart, and I've said this before, I wouldn't have chosen a fake name in show business because you don't want your real name on public records. I tell kids this all the time. Huh. Come up with a fake name so that you don't have your Like a real... fully fake name like, fu- the, like the kids did back in the 40s and well, 50s? Well, yeah, sure. You know, um, Like Nicolas Cage. It, it's, it's really a, Nicolas Coppola. But th- that's a Nicolas. Go. Some of them changed the right. whole thing. Like Marilyn who, Monroe. Yeah. Right. Do you know who Bernie Schwartz was? Who? It's Tony Curtis. Elton John. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, no, but Elton John John's was another Reginald, one. Reginald uh, Dwight. Yeah. Reginald Dwight, yes. I think if I was going to be in drag, I think the hottest name I can think of is Devin. I just think that's a hot girl. As a name. girl name, that's yeah. A stripper, a hot girl. Stripper, it's a stripper name. Girl, like, yeah. It reminds me of a Billy Idol video. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, yes. I want to be Devin. She's a little satanic. Yeah, yeah. For sure. She's not afraid to do whatever you ask. Yeah, exactly. And she's a little fashion forward because yeah. her parents were 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 fashionable and hippie. And she always wore the tight jeans. She wore tight jeans. Mm-hmm. Low cut shirt. Had yeah. a couple ribs removed. For oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah, she was yeah. dedicated. If necessary. Sure. Yeah. Devin. And is Devin a slut? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I was... Not married, I would 
definitely be still alive. I mean, before I got married, like most people, I was running rampant up and down this horrible Sunset Boulevard, nailing everything that fell out of the Saddle Ranch at really? 2 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> How long have you been married? Oh, sorry. Um, a, a long time. I've been What's... married for 12 years now. 12 years? Yeah. That's, that's a good yeah. long stretch. It's a nice stretch. I think, you know, I think people, uh, marriages should last for seven years and you should re-option up. Every seven years, you should option up. So the seven-year itch, every seven. Every seven. Scratch your itch. You, you, you renegotiate for how it's going to go on from here on out. That is such a good idea. It's a very interesting idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seven years and then. And then you say. Maybe going for the next seven years, we're going to have separate bedrooms. Separate bedrooms. Right. and you We know, both get to take a lover. Sure. Well, take that's a really lover. overstepping it. Well, but not really. For yes, for in, here's the thing: uh-huh. heterosexual, homosexual have two different views on open relationships. Mm. Not that I disagree with the idea of mm-hmm. it being there if you're open to it and that works for you. Right. But for the most part, most women in particular, yeah, would not allow that. Well, taking that's a lover because thing. we all. If I all, couldn't allow it. Well, I don't, if I can't, I my can't husband wouldn't some either. Dude just wrecking yeah. my wife. It's like I, I bet you could. <laughs> my my bear my bear guy was really into it. My into what? Um, swinging. Really? Yeah. And he, you you we allowed went to it? A couple. Uh, well, did it I, work for you? I I made a couple of um like. I, I I didn't really cheat on him, but I like had an emotional affair with someone else. Sure. In order to get like back from it, I was like, yes, I'll go with you to a sex resort, like one of those yeah. resorts. Uh-huh. Yeah, we fun. Went to Desire or something in Mexico, and <laughs> it oh, was in Cabo, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Luis yeah. and Miranda was working. <laughs> and I and of course I was like, this is going to go poorly because we're semi-famous, uh-huh. and and of course you know people were like, hey, what do you so? And we ended up meeting like. Because I was really kind of eh by uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. But I can see how that could work. Well, you know why? Because we are all programmed with a, a directive. Like in the like Westworld, hello, um, <laughs> where we um, women want to nest. They are looking for security. This is just what's in our DNA and in our, the way. And men want to spread the what? The seed. Mm. They want to spread the seed. And it's just part of who we are. So um, anything that blocks that, that directive is thought of as ooh, um, I don't feel that good about that. Right. And the truth is, if you have an if you have a commitment, an emotional commitment to someone, and they're putting their pee pee somewhere else, and, and all without without permission, well, without or an permission, understanding, or, or even if you have that understanding, if the base is okay, it should be fine. But uh, the ego gets involved. Oh God! And then. You feel like, oh, this is uh, this is an attack on me. I must not be good enough. I Where have, men well, don't think of it that way. I am. I don't know. I'm a girl. I mean, when it comes down to You're it, Devin. I, I'm a, I'm a guy I though. I'm. I like. Get I'm a girl's a, I could get it. I get it. Email. I could do it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. I couldn't. I'm like. But then again, I, I I don't know. I think if I'm in that place in a relationship, I may not. Yeah. Want. It depends where you are. That's it, true. Yeah. yeah. It always does emotionally. Well, because if you've been together for a long time and you are in a partnership, a real partnership, and you know that this motherfucker right here <laughs> got my back, you know, and ain't nothing gonna come between that. Um, then you are secure. Then you are secure. And if, if putting yeah, but your if you had that, then you don't need it for anybody. But else. no. But you know what? Listen, I putting your pee pee somewhere else. For a man is different from putting your poo-poo somewhere else for a woman. You are correct. You know? Yeah. So you ha- if you're in a male-male relationship, you have to understand that part of it. It has nothing to do with, um, you know, if this motherfucker got my back or not. You know? It's a partnership. The yeah, way I it agree. was back back in the olden days. Yeah. You know, like in the <laughs> in 70s. Our days, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and by 70s, he means 1870s. 1870s. I was going to yes. say. Yeah. Yeah. Or... 
I don't disagree. I mean, I know what you're saying. It's very different. Men and women approach it from a very different point of view. Right. Mars and Venus. And that at the end of the day, that's the way it is. My husband would never be able to have, I could probably have an open relationship before he could. And it depends on the people. It depends on their mental state, you know? Yeah. 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 Where you come from, where your parents divorced, was there an affair in your past? Yes. You know, all kinds yeah. of shit. Too. I wouldn't right. want to do it though. Yeah. Anymore. Well, I might have. Do you have a list? Do you have like a list of like the five celebs you're allowed to uh, There are no hall passes. My husband knows who does it for me because he'll say, um, Did you watch Tarzan? I'm like, um, Alexander Skarsgård. He's like, Yeah. And I was like, No, I haven't seen it. But he's, he's on definitely, my list. Yeah. He's on everybody's uh-huh. list. I can get down with him. If but I there's, to. there's lots that I think him and I both, we both know who does it for each other. But yeah. I yeah. said earlier today it was George C. Scott for yeah. me, you know. Which is very interesting. Yeah, yes, very really interesting. interesting. Yes. Wow, Zach Efron can get George it any day, all day. Yeah. You, Zach Efron. Any day, all day. Really? Yes. Sorry. You're kidding nope. me. He's wow. a child. I, no, he's not. Yes, he's 23. Is. No, he's not. He's almost 30. Thank you, Zach. He's in high school musical? No. Yeah. I guess it's 15 years ago. In your brain. I guess so. I still see him as a child. I still, I did it. I did a table read with Ryan Gosling and that. I looked across the room at me and I just I literally this chair was wet yeah, really yeah. he is so incredible um, Zach Efron's 29 I'll have he you know. acted uh-huh. with me in this scene it was like the best acting I've ever done at sitting at a table with him He's, he is have like, you ever seen him planet. to perform uh, Everybody Dance Now the Freedom Williams no. uh, have you ever Ryan seen Ryan Gosling CNC yeah music no. CNC Music Factory no from when he was a kid on, was on, a kid on Mickey the, Mouse oh, Club right. or whatever yeah, it was? Yeah, Ugh. I think that would probably change the way... If I saw that, maybe I'd <laughs> yeah, see that. Yeah, he's another Scorpico, and that's probably that magic, you he know? Now, me. Mr. Producer, did you say we had a? We need to go to a break now? Is that what you said? All right, well, we'll go to a break right now, and we'll be right back with a little bit more. Girl, the reviews are in. The world has spoken, the internet has spoken, and everybody loves them Casper mattresses. I think you mean the reviews are in. <laughs> because our show has thrown everybody into a tailspin to get themselves a Casper mattress. That's right. You know, uh, over 20,000 reviews have come in with an average of 4.8 stars. Wow. Casper has quickly become the internet's favorite mattress. And we've been singing their praises for a good long time because now. Because I sleep on mine every night. What I love about it is the new hybrid mattress. It's got premium latex foam with memory foam they're extra comfortable and i told you this time of the year i put my heating blanket on it uh-huh. so when i jump on that big heated pillow Ooh. mattress cloud every night uh-huh. it's like jumping into like i'm an actual cherub playing a harp in heaven oh it sounds like sanctuary it is really unbelievable and they're so confident you guys in the quality of their mattresses that they have a risk-free trial and return policy you can try sleeping on a casper like rip van winkle for 100 days <laughs> free delivery painless returns if you don't like it they'll even pick up the mattress for you oh you can't beat that 100 percent risk-free so what are you waiting for just go get 50 dollars toward any mattress purchase right now by visiting casper.com slash rue and using that offer code ru now terms and conditions may apply that's casper.com slash are you get started today y'all i am telling you you will sleep like a baby okay we are back we've got a lot of stuff going on here first of all i think we've got missy pile or, or pissy miles okay i'm, I'm drag queen. Right she's now. gonna I'm call out michelle is watching the ryan gosling thing <laughs> on the youtube the youtube I, the pants up i just to got his... an alert on my phone that i'm overdrawn on my bank account oh my God. So much is happening in this Yeah, let's 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 talk okay. to um, Pissy. Did you block Miles. your number though? No, I I gave I gave her my number. Oh, okay, now, I actually put it on. It's her ringing page. now. Okay. Now this is Pissy Miles or Mile? Pissy Miles. Mil- Miles. Uh-huh. This is a this drag is the... queen who's a... Who... Hello? Is this Pissy? 
This is Tissy Miles. Is this Missy? It's Missy Pyle. <laughs> <laughs> you guys so here? Nice yes. <laughs> I'm here with my friend Michelle and my friend RuPaul and my friend Hello. Zach. Hi, guys. How are you? That was RuPaul. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Pissy. What now, Pissy? Hello. It's RuPaul here. What city are you in? I'm actually based out of New Jersey, but I perform in New York, New Jersey, and Philadelphia. Uh, uh, Pissy's in the sweetest berry of all berries. Oh, she's <laughs> oh, that, oh, Asbury is the sweetest berry of them all. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> wow. It's so nice to get to talk to you guys. Michelle, I'm actually from a town not very far from South Plainfield. Where are you from? I'm from Berkeley Heights. Oh, my God. Berkeley Heights is nice. Oh. I know. I got lucky. I won the lottery. Yeah, somebody <laughs> came from money. Not me. <laughs> now, Pissy. Oh, I'm not going to say I come from money. But <laughs> Pissy, it's RuPaul here. I want to know, what type of songs do you lip sync in your act? Uh, I lip sync a little bit of everything, but I mostly sing, actually. I'm a live singer. I do song parodies and original music. And and why why did you decide to use the name uh, Pissy Miles? Yes, Missy wants to know too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very flattered and excited. <laughs> I'm so I'm so flattered to be hearing from you right now. My friend uh, Pat Fitzgerald actually was one of the producers on Bear, and I believe on your cabaret show at Joe's Pub. So uh, around that time, you came to you I, you came to Bear or he did? He uh, he. He was one of the producers. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, and so um, he apparently had been working with you and was, and was just in my ear like Missy Pile this or I'm sorry, Missy Pile this, Missy Pile that. Yeah, Patrick. Uh, he loved you. Yeah, Patrick. Oh, yeah, he produced my show. Um, I did a one woman show at um, Joe's Pub, and he produced it. He's fantastic. Uh. Yeah, and that was around the time I started doing drag, and my boyfriend kept shooting down all of my drag names at the time. He was like, I don't like that, I don't like that, I don't like that. And one morning, uh, it was Christmas morning, we were driving to my sister's house, and um, he didn't want to listen to Christmas music, but I love Christmas music, and I was losing my mind. And so he, he knew he was getting my goat by telling me to turn it off, and then after he had riled me up, he was like, oh, do you want to talk about your drag name? And I was like, you know what? You're turning me into Pissy Miles in a minute. Oh! <laughs> I love it. Um, when are you going to start covering my amazing music? Yeah. yeah. Double date Like rape. double date oh, rape, yeah. Anytime you want. I wish you were dead. Double date rape. <laughs> Damn, I love you, Jesus. I want to fuck you up. These are all the hits. All the hits. I think it would I think it would be terrible if I stole your name and your music. <laughs> like, it might be. Like, <laughs> People <laughs> might. <laughs> True. <laughs> you might get booed off the stage. Well, Pissy, Pissy, it was such a joy to be able to talk to you. We were talking, we're doing the podcast right now. We were talking to you about you earlier. And uh, I'm so happy we got to get you on the phone. Me too. It's my pleasure. I'm so glad you guys called. It was nice to hear from you. So nice to hear from you. And I'm wondering, because I couldn't get Facebook Messenger because I don't have it on my phone. Would you mind deleting my phone number from your public page? Did you post it? <laughs> Are you oh I had to get pissy on the phone. So <laughs> I did what I had to do. Oh, my God. You're insane. That's wonderful. And Missy, Feel free to call me the next time you're in Oh, New my York God. We're going to do a show that. together. It's going to be epic. I would, oh, I would love okay. that. I would love that. Oh, so she's much. lying, but have a good day. <laughs> Thank you, Pissy. Thank Bye. you, Pissy. Bye, Bye. Pissy. Bye. 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 Bye.
Oh, that was fantastic. So much has happened in the studio, and I have a feeling that someone here can probably put that into a song. Yeah, I'll try. I mean, I just want to say, Pissy, when you hear this, congratulations. And uh, first of all, you're probably one of the most recognizable figures in drag. If not uh, hello, I am the queen okay. of the drag. There is no yeah. other Pissy girl. probably is pissying his, uh, his her yeah, pants. Probably, yeah. Losing his pissing mind. That's pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. that was pretty cool. I, yeah. I wish I, I we can call one of my stalkers from high school who still Facebook me. If you oh, want, oh, you know. yeah, maybe we can do that. You know, once they get a ten minute break and after lunch in prison. Yeah, right <laughs> on. <laughs> Which isn't bad. So now you've got a song. For I don't know. Th- I've made a couple notes here. What I have is this genre called where you can freestyle a song? What is that called? Something? I, I just called it honky tonk freestyle. All right. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of this show again? It's called What's, uh, the, What's, tea? What's the, the Tea. tea? Yeah. Hello everybody, how you doing? How you be? I'm here with RuPaul on What's the Tea. We're doing it right, having fun, as you can tell. I really like his co-host, her name is Michelle. Oh. She does a thing, you know she's coming through. I'd give her a mixed baby, but too bad we're both Jews. <laughs> That's how it goes for us all. And I figured out my drag name, by the way. It's Jew Paul. Oh. Oh. That's how it's going, makes you twist and shout. I'll never knock you like Tanya Tucker's teeth out. Hey man, that's coming hard. I came and started hooking on Santa Monica Boulevard. Got in a car with a guy and said, this looks great. Next thing you know, Missy wrote Double Date Rape and she performed it. The song was the best. Michelle's favorite movie is called Galaxy Quest. Yay! She did her friends again. She says that Missy Pyle could be her friend, and she does it right with all kinds of strength. And one day she was on a show, and they cut the perfect length hair oh. that we talked about. People saying, you got to get the fuck oh. out of here with your damn rhymes and your freestyles. And now with Missy and her drag queen, Pissy Mod. Yes. There you go. Wow. I mean, right? Unreal. That was amazing. I mean, does not disappoint. Oh, my goodness. It's like having Jay-Z right here. (laughs) Or let's be more realistic, Eminem. Okay. All right. I can go with that. Jew Paul. Jew Paul. That's a name to me. Yes. It's brilliant. (laughs) I'm going to bust oh, that out on stage Yes, I love it. <laughs> so now this podcast, now this podcast will also run as your podcast. Is that how we've worked yes. this out? Yes. Is, is that like, okay? I love this. Yes. It's like a brilliant sort of synergy, yeah. sort of crossover merger. Cross I love promote. it. I love it. it. It's fantastic. I love it. So we'll just do our own opening for it and yeah. say this is our podcast too. I yep. love it. Now, what's your po- your podcast is called? It's called Missy and Zach Might Bang. Yes, and it's available in all the places that ours is available. Do you know where podcasts are available? I don't. We're um, launching in January, actually. <laughs> They're on, you, you get it on your phone. Yeah. On your phone. On your phone. Any smartphone, iTunes. Yeah, mm-hmm. on iTunes. And, Millions and of podcasts. If you, you had- could just launch the podcast app. Yeah. That's okay. easier. Yeah. And um, I think we're going to be, there's going to be a banner. Uh, we're going to have a banner. We're going to be launching in January. And uh, Anna Ferris is uh, one of our executive producers, our producers. Uh-huh. and her production partner, Sim Sarna. So we're excited to be sort of in their family. And, and we're excited um, to have you as one of our podcasts. Yes. yes, this is beautiful. This is I like perfect. it. Super it is fun. absolutely perfect. Well, thank you guys thank you. for being on our podcast. It was so much fun, so much talent. Uh, it's and just this, this room is if this room could lift off into space. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long debate. We could go to Mars, <laughs> exactly. repopulate the planet. Yes, yes. With and we'd be mixed race incredible mixed race babies. Mixed yes. babies. Yes. Well, we'd be counting on you for that one, yes. baby. We very would tall. give Caucasians. That's right. Though. We've got it all. It's we 
we'd be tall. Here. My uterus doesn't work, so Michelle, you got a lot of work mine's, to do. That shop They're, is closed. Uh, well, but mine's oh. does. Mine oh, okay. does. Oh, right. Looks yeah. like I'm the, I'm the seed master. That's you. <laughs> My cruise ship has sailed many moons ago. We'll just be the grandmothers in the red tent. Yeah, you go. Sure, there why not? Go. Well, guys, thank you so much. And Michelle, until next time. My yes, dear. baby. Bye. Bye. Can I get an amen? If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.